0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is February 17th in the year of our Lord, 2021. It's cold and I'm working. I don't know about you, but there's certain days that I don't feel like leaving the house and doing what I do, which is why it's so critical because actually I was thinking as I was leaving the house to go to my job. I saw that sign on the, on the wall that I have by where I put my boots on, the famous Warren Buffett quote that says, uh, what does he say, <laughs> it's the famous quote, you know the famous quote by the Big B, Mr. Big B, the, Omicol, the <laughs> Oracle of Omaha, I'm stuttering, I'm struggling, I'm trying to get it out. Yeah, he says, uh, if you don't learn to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. Man, that thing is just so motivating for me. And then right underneath it, I have a little piece of cardboard. I really need to do it up better and frame it up nice. But it says, today is April 20th, 2028. I am 50 years old today and passive income covers all my expenses. Now that's a little bit bigger of a goal, but right there, that keeps me motivated every single day to just to keep going to pursue that goal and when you have a goal it makes these you know pardon my French these shittier days easier to to get along with and to go through when you have something when there's an end goal in mind and life really is a process and I know once I hit that goal that's not gonna be the end of it. I know when I hit that goal that is just the next level and then I will have another level. So It's kind of like that saying, the king is dead, long live the king, meaning that you're always going to have a next goal. There's always somewhere else to go to. The end is when you die. If you're not dead, you have another level you can achieve, no matter who you are, where you are. Look at Jeff Bezos. You don't think he has goals he's trying to achieve? He absolutely does. Sorry, thought I was going to sneeze. I'm not cutting any of this out because you're with me. It's like you're sitting here with me, hanging out. And one thing I did today, I transferred <clears throat> my Stellar Lumens from the Coinbase wallet into Celsius. And the reason I'm doing this with Celsius is I'm getting 6.2% APY paid weekly on my Bitcoin and 3.2% on the, uh, on the Stellar Lumens. We are logging in to it right now because I'm thinking of flipping over my, uh, what are they called? Sorry, I'm trying to open up this app. So bear with me, everybody. The Ripple. Ripple is in a lawsuit right now. Basically, in a nutshell, what these two are, they are not money. Yes, they are tokenized, but Ripple, as I understand it, is the intermediary between banking institutions And it crosses borders and currencies, and it helps to quickly facilitate settling transfer of payment between institutions. And the Stellar Lumens is the equivalent of that. It's like the little brother clone that will handle the intermediary between individuals. So it helps settle payments. As what i've been told so i th- i'm invested in those two because i think they're both something that will be necessary and ripple is 2.5 percent currently on celsius and stellar is 3.1 percent so right now i have all my bitcoin all my stellar that i will be updating you and letting you know what i will be getting paid on those so kind of cool i wish i had done this much earlier i guess i was skeptical. And I thought about BlockFi. I put it out on Twitter. And my guy, my main man, DividendWave, over in Europe, calls it his Bitcoin dividends that he gets every week. You get paid in Bitcoin, which is fine by me. It crossed 51000 last night. I don't think Bitcoin is going anywhere. We are rocketing, I believe, toward 100 k with Bitcoin. And if we're not, you know, whatever, the, the market right now just popping in on my app. Um, Yeah, we're in the red a little bit. And I am getting very close to buying another share of Kimberly Clark, but a little heavy on that. It went all the way down to $128 today. The S&P 500 is down 0.29%. The NASDAQ is down 0.92, but the Dow is up 0.07. So relatively flat. You know, NASDAQ, the big loser on the day. Call it a loser. It's not a loser. We love you, NASDAQ. That's what's going on, everybody. And I'm going to wrap this up. Just wanted to give you a little heads up about I'm using Celsius. And maybe I should put it out there on Twitter that, ooh, look at that. Sorry, I was about to close off the app, and I just see that finally Starbucks is down a buck. Good thing. McDonald's won't break that 213. There's been a lot of support right around 211 to 213. I want McDonald's under 200 preferably around 190 so I can buy more. I'd like some more McD's. I don't eat McD's. I just buy parts of the company. So all the people that do eat at McDonald's will be giving us, uh, giving us a little bit of their hard-earned dollars. So really quick, the interesting thing that I saw, uh, I saw this on Zero Hedge. 13F's came out, the latest round. 13F's are when the institutions that have over a $100 million in assets under management must file with the Securities and Exchange Commission and disclose positions in their portfolios. So this is basically, you know, the whales. This is what people call smart money. And I'm going to talk about it. I'm doing a YouTube video on it tonight. So my loyal podcast listeners, you'll get a sample of this is that, yes, it's the smart money, but take it with a grain of salt because some of these institutions, they have high trading volume and they are not like the Berkshires where they will hold positions for a long time. They're more quant-based where they'll have computer algorithms buying and selling. And these, they have two weeks to file a 13F after the end of the quarter. They could completely and fully have blown out of a position by the time you read this. I a tickle in my nose. Sorry, everybody. So just take that with a grain of salt. You can go on Edgar or Whale Wisdom or Seeking Alpha and find these 13 Fs. But a lot of people like to look at Berkshire. And yeah, I've already seen some videos. But they're not explaining it the way I am. They just dug into it. And I'm only going to keep it dividend-centric, basically. But for you guys, I'll tell you everything that they did. It's a good tool to use as a, a starting point as something to use to put on your radar and watch for per- per- performance. And especially with Berkshire, put these on your radar. Like they just bought CVX Chevron. And if they fall, then that's a good time for you to come in and confidently buy because you know that once Warren buys and Berkshire buys, they hold for 10, 20 years. They, hold, they think in terms of decades, not years or days. So definitely something to put on your radar and and just keep in mind though that if you see like when they sold apple they reduced their position in apple it doesn't mean they don't like it anymore it means that they could be way up and they're locking in gains to put it in other areas that they see that are undervalued or it could be some of their investors want money back and they have to raise that capital in order to to pay them so these take these with a grain of salt but It is nevertheless very interesting when you see them initiate new positions, in particular Berkshire Hathaway. So these are the companies that they initiated new positions um, into Berkshire. Well, let's start at the top. Yeah, we'll start at the top. So they initiated new positions with Verizon, ticker symbol VZ, Chevron, ticker symbol CVX, and MMC which is a company that I was not previously familiar with. It is Marsh and McClellan. They look like a financial institution, kind of like an Invesco uh, from what I see. And these are not going to be dividend-centric because I'm just telling you everything they bought. They exited. They they exited GOLD, ticker symbol G-O-L-D, which was Barrick. That is gone. MTB ticker symbol, which is, um, I believe M&T bank. They, um, pardon me here. You know, your phone when it doesn't want to cooperate. No, they exited, um, boy, this is, this is embarrassing here, people. Yeah, I'm Sorry. <laughs> Start over here, they liquidated complete positions in JP Morgan Chase, ticker symbol JPM Pfizer, ticker symbol PFE, Barrett Gold, ticker symbol GOLD, and MNT Bank, ticker symbol MTB. And now that is as of September 30th, 2020. So remember, the second week in October is when they had to disclose this with the SEC. They could completely be back in these, we don't know. But it is interesting to see what they did, that they didn't, you know, it's funny, I just realized this, they just initiated Barrick earlier in the year, so they got on that wave and that, I guess, was a speculative position for them and, and you know, they cut their, uh, took their, their gains, I believe it was up in September. Now, they reduced positions in Apple, ticker symbol AAPL, Bank of America, ticker symbol Is it BOFA? Well, I always want to say BOFA, B-O-F-A. You always want to hear BOFA, but it is not. um, So Bank of America, they, where is the deal with this? Yeah, Apple, they cut stakes and I don't know what it is. We're just going to do the names, okay, people, because I'm on lunch here. We're going to go through this a little bit quicker and tell you exactly what they, let's start this over, go back, they cut positions in Apple, we're not doing the ticker symbols, some of them I'm not 100% on, they cut positions in Apple, Bank of America, American Express, Moody's, US Bank Corp, General Motors, GM, I wouldn't hold GM either, terrible, nah they're not as bad as Ford, but they got they got issues to work through. They initiated those positions in the Verizon, Chevron, and Marsh and McClellan, and they increased positions in Bank of New York Mellon Corp, ABV, which I love, ABV, Merck, Bristol Myers Squibb, Kroger, RH, which I don't know, RH. I should know that. T Mobile, <laughs> T Mobile US, and Liberty Latin America Limited. So now I will tell you the tickers. We're going to tie this messy little bow up with a little less meth, meth meth-y. Hopefully you're not doing meth. Messy. So the top new buys were Verizon, Chevron, and McClellan Marsh. Top exits, Barrett Gold, MT Bank, PNC, Pfizer, and JP Morgan. They boosted stakes in Abvi, Merck, T-Mobile, US, Bristol-Myers, Squibb, Kroger, and RH. And they cut stakes in Wells Fargo, SU, ticker symbol L-I-L-A-K, ticker symbol G-M-G-M, U.S. Bank Corp, and Apple. So you can see how I'm not as completely up on all my... uh... Actually, a funny one, they also have Bridgewater right beneath it, and I believe Bridgewater is the biggest hedge fund, and uh, one of their top new buys was J.P. Morgan. So very interesting. You can see how Berkshire exited J.P. Morgan completely, and Bridgewater initiated a position in JP Morgan and that's very interesting as far as as far also with Wells Fargo. I'm just looking uh, between the two right here. Nice. look at that Bridgewater boosted stakes in Walmart, Procter and Gamble Co ah we got cut off. my work called. I was just getting ready to wrap it up and wouldn't you know it? So as I just learned when I'm recording on my phone on the anchor app, if somebody calls me, it's going to cut it off. So I'm done. I got to get back to work anyway. Thanks for checking out this episode. It was a little sloppy. I wasn't even going to do one, but I sat down and I was looking at what Berkshire bought and I thought, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast. Just fire this one out, give you some information. And yeah, it's a little disjointed and the future ones will be a little bit tighter. But you guys know me, you love me, this is what you've come to expect. Again, follow me on Twitter, at (laughs) RustyRam78. Instagram, at DapperDividends, or just DapperDividends, I don't know if they do at, whatever the hell it is over there. And just keep at it, man, keep grinding. Girls, man, whoever you are, whatever you identify with, have a goal. I'm telling you, if you don't have a goal, it makes your life a little bit more difficult every day. But when you have purpose and meaning, you know, it's kind of like I tweeted out, uh, basically I'll paraphrase where it said, if you decide not to, what my tweet said, if you decide not to find joy in the world, then when, no, that's wrong. (laughs) I was thinking I should just go back to it. Basically, this is what it is. If you decide to not find joy in the world, the world will still be exactly the same except you will just not have as much joy or happiness. So make, it, make the most of it what it is. Have fun in life. Uh, work toward your goals, but also enjoy life. Now, I just heard a story of a man who passed away one month before his retirement. Now, imagine if you had been waiting your whole life to enjoy yourself until after your retirement. That sucks. Exactly. Exactly. You're young, you're healthy, you have this moment right here and now, don't blow it all. But get out there, go out there, do something that you've been planning on doing. Don't wait because we do not know what the future holds. Tomorrow may be your last day. So let's hope for the best, plan for the worst, and I will talk to you all in the next episode.